Good morning, Nachum. Good Moed, everybody. Good Erev Shabbos. What a special Erev Shabbos this is. Erev Shabbos Chol HaMoed Sukkot. And I hope that in the next few minutes we'll have the opportunity to review just what is going to be taking place over the next few very special days. Okay, so let's begin with tonight. Tonight we don't have the usual Kabbalah Shabbos of the six paragraphs of Tehillim, which on a regular Arab Shabbos, a regular Friday, we need to help us transition from a work week to a Yom HaShabbos. Given that we are coming from Chol HaMoed, whereby we have been toning down greatly our regular working week, only doing those things necessary for the Chag, and we've been spending our time, hopefully, with family, friends, and enjoying the Yom Tov. We don't need, and we omit, therefore, these first six Mizmorim coming into Shabbos already on a high of the Yom Tov of Sukkos. Okay, now, tomorrow, Emir Tzashem, Let's go in order. Firstly, we have is the, the reading of Koheles. Now, the question is, why? Why do we read Koheles on Chag Hasukos? And I'd like to begin by telling you, first of all, that while one could get the impression from literally the very beginning of the book of Koheles, which starts with Havel Havolim, Amar Koheles HaKol Havel, which is literally seven times Hevel, literally vanity. And what does that mean? One could draw the conclusion, what's this whole life worth anyway? And indeed, on days that we say Tachanun, we make seven stops at the cemetery before bringing the deceased to burial in order to remind us of these seven Havilim which are found in the uh, opening verse of Kohelis. Now, I'd like to share with you the Ramban who says that really the words Havil Havolim can be read as, number one, the first word, a verb. Not an adjective, but a verb. Havel. You are to clearly make that which is Havel, vanity, Havolim. In other words, get a handle. And this is truly what Kohelis is all about. It is an intensive search for a philosophy of life. And Koheles, the wise King Solomon, comes to a noble and ideal conclusion. Shlomo Melech is looking for meaning in life, and he finds that materialism, that a material life is transient and unstable, and it doesn't give true happiness. And so, on the Yom Tov of 
Sukkos, which is Zman Simchasenu. It is the time of our true joy. And true joy has to do with the Neshama of the Jew. So Shlomo teaches us that the deeper and the greater the personal connection that one has with Hashem, and this is something that each and every one of us can do through our davening, through our learning Torah, through our doing Maisim Tovim, the closer the connection we have with Hashem, the greater the Simcha for the individual. Now this is the essence of the book, which begins as the Gemara in Shabbos, Lamid Amid Beis, 30b, teaches that initially, Bikshu Chachamim Lignos Sefer Koheles, the Chachamim who were canonizing, putting together the Tanakh, so they thought to leave Koheles out, they wanted Lignos to conceal, to hide this book. Why? Because his words, come on, contradict one another. Is joy good or is not so good? And other such uh, uh, characteristics that are open for discussion. Okay, so the question is, what do we do with these contradictions. So, the rabbis included it because Tchilaso Divrei Torah Visofo Divrei Torah The beginning is our words of Torah Mayisron Adam. What good is it for man for all his work that he labors under the sun and what does that mean? Under the sun there is no complete and total satisfaction. But before the sun, and what came before the sun? The Gemara in Psachim 54a that we quoted just recently is that the Torah was created before this world. So Torah, which came before the sun, a person who engages in Torah, they find meaning in life. And the end of the book is, next to the last verse, after all is said and done, Shlomo Melech is telling you, fear God, keep His commandments, this is literally, come on, all of man. It means that this is the ideal for which man was created. The world was created to assist man in this process. So, we read Koheles on the holiday of Shavuos because they both communicate the same idea. What are we doing in the Sukkah? We are fulfilling the Gemara, the beginning of Sukkah. Say, leave the Diras Keva. Leave your permanent home and shave the diras arai. Sit in the temporary part of the sukkah, temporary dwelling of the sukkah. And it helps us put into perspective what is primary, what is secondary. And remember, 
Interestingly, the schach, which is the ikar of the um, of the sukkah, as the Gemara teaches, based upon the pasuk at the end of Parshas Re'eh, when the Torah tells us to make the holiday of Sukkos, Ba'aspacha, this is chapter 16, Pasuk 13 in Devarim, Ba'aspacha, when you gather, Migarnacha Umiyikvecha, literally from the greenery, and when you're taking in, and we're talking about the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Yud Gimel Amaralev says, the psoles, literally the part which is the, that which is left over. Okay, from that you're able to put on top of your sukkah from the wine press and from your granary. Unbelievable. That's what we put on the sukkah. And the Jew has the ability to take this, and this creates the simcha for him by putting him under the shade of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, Sukkot, Koheles, have the same theme. Let's move on to the Kriyas HaTorah for tomorrow. The, that is, yes, the Kriyas HaTorah from Parshas Kisisa, and we have right after Hashem gives the Yud Gimomidos to Moshe, after he forgives the Jewish people for the sin of the golden calf. So, you have in chapter 20, excuse me, chapter 34, Pasuk 10. Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Vayomer, God said, Hirenochi Koreis Bris, Behold, I seal a covenant. Neged Koramcho Es Before your entire people, I shall make niflaos wonders. Why are we reading this tomorrow? What is these wonders that are being shown to the Jewish people and the entire world that nobody else has ever seen something like this They never will? This is awesome. What is this awesome? Says the Vilna Gon, it refers to the Anani Kavod. It refers to our Sukkos. What does that mean in simple English? Explains the Gon beautifully that when we left Egypt, we had the clouds of glory, but they were only for the righteous. And then, unfortunately, we sinned with the golden calf, and God took these clouds away. On Yom Kippur, 80 days after Shavasa Batamuz, Hashem forgave the Jewish people. And then what? Ah, oh, listen carefully. On the 11th, Moshe said, build a Mishkan. 12 and 13, Moshe said, bring all the goodies and all the materials needed for the Mishkan. On the 14th, they did the inventory. On the 15th, they started to build, and that's when it came back. But when the clouds of glory came back, it didn't come back only for the righteous. It came back for the entirety of the nation. Listen carefully. It's counterintuitive. One would have thought that after the sin, it would have been eh, a shvacha kind, a weaker kind of return. Just the opposite. After the, quote, fight between the lover and his love, beloved, between Hashem and Klai Yisrael, the attachment became even greater. Wow, this is the Neflaos, this is the wonder which came back to Klai Yisrael. And you can pinch yourself, everybody, as please God, you're going to be sitting in the sukkah 
tonight, and Mir Hashem tomorrow, and Sunday. We're not going to get into uh, Monday yet, all right? But through Hoshana Rabbah, for sure, you're sitting in the sukkah, you're making a bracha, and you are reminding yourself of the special hashkacha pratis that God has with the Jewish people, then and now. Okay, let's move on. We have on Sunday, this Motzo'e Shabbos is a night of Hoshana Rabbah. This night is not a night for watching Forgive Me. I don't know what's on, any playoffs or anything else. It's a night for going to your local shul. It's a night for learning Torah, a good part of the night. It's a night of the holy day of Hoshana Rabbah. Hoshana Rabbah. It's called Hoshana Rabbah because on this day, the seventh day of Sukkot, every day they, when we were privileged to have and will have the third Vesav Migdash, they encircled the Mizbeach every day with very, very long aravos, willows, on the seventh day, seven times around. It sounds familiar, like the fall of Yericho, and many say that that's what we are trying to focus on, and especially on um, Shemini Atzeres, and the extension Simchas Torah, when we make the seven HaKofos, reminding us of how we were able to attain Eretz Yisrael with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's miraculous bringing us in, and Yeshua. Now, tell me a little bit about the day of Hoshana Rabbah. When we were privileged to have a Beis HaMikdash, this was the day of the greatest number of Korbanos. Why? Because, listen carefully my friends, ouch, the nature of most people is to procrastinate. I could do it tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. So if I made a neder to bring a Korban, I have until the end of the Sholosh Regalim. If I didn't bring it by the end of the Shalosh Regalim, I violate Balta Acher, whereby the Torah teaches in Pashas Kiseitse that there's a negative prohibition of delaying and not bringing their vow on time. Now, what is the on time? You need the Shalosh Regalim in their order. So it's not until Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkos. So if you made it after Pesach, then you have through the next year till the end of Sukkos. But the bottom line is, at the end of Sukkos, if you didn't bring the Korban, you violate a biblical prohibition. And therefore, people who unfortunately tend to procrastinate, this day was the day which had the most Korbanos. And we say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, on this day, Ribono Shalom, what you, what we made a neder to do, we have done, We've done ours, you do yours. Bring the rain. Because, after all, we are nidon b'chag al-hamayim. On Sukkot, we are judged for water, which is so crucial for man to survive. And therefore, hako holich achar hachitum, right, it all goes after the end. So, Hoshana Rabbah is like the ni'ila for the judgment of the rain. Now, uh, and it's called Hoshana Rabbah. That term is not found in the Torah, but 
it's found in the Rokeach, it's found in Midrashim, and some say the reason is because not so much Hoshana, that they walked around with that, but because of Rabbah. What does Rabbah mean? Listen carefully. That Hoshana Rabbah this Sunday is the 26th day after creation of the world. The world was created on the 26th day, 25th day of Elul. Okay? And as a result of that, come on, the uh, creation of man was six days later on Rosh Hashanah. So now, 26, meaning on the 21st of um, Tishrei, which is what Hoshana Rabbah is, and the six days pr- prior to cre- prior to the creation of man is 26. Ah, oh, that corresponds to God's name of Yudke Vavke, which is 26, that his name is Rabbah, Hoshana Rabbah, in the schus of that very special name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as well as Hoshana Rabbah, the name of Eke, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is 21. Avraham was the singular individual in 21 generations coming from Adam Arishon, and Hoshana Rabbah is that 21st day in the month of Tishrei. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, as we find in the Chaye Yodam, Klau Kuf Nun Gimel, Hashem said, here goes, Im Ein Kapora Levonecho Barash Hashanah, if you don't have the atonement on Rosh Hashanah, I'm giving you Yom Kippur. And if not, I'm giving you Hoshana Rabbah. Whoa. Okay, now, the, now we go to the Zohar. Ooh, the Zohar is the one that teaches us that, and where is this Zohar found? It's the Zohar in Tzav, Laman Aleph, Beis. That the Shvi, Shalchag, Hoshana Rabbah, is the culmination of the judgment of the world. Okay, and once again, Hakol Holech Acharachisum, it all goes afterwards. And the proper greeting for Hoshana Rabbah is Piska Tova, literally the sentence that was given to each individual on Yom Kippur, was put in an envelope for our understanding, our uh, and the envelope was not sealed. Oh, we pray that if anything was put there which was not to our advantage, it can still be taken out. It can still be changed. It's sealed. Oy, oy, oy. Once it's in the mailbox, you can't get it back. And therefore, that's what's happening on Hoshana Rabbah. So, that's why the Chazim wears a kittel, Kodosh Venora Shemo, very special day. Okay, also, the beautiful minhag of, you ready? Chavatas Ha Hoshana, Arava. We take the Arava after we've done the seven Akofos and we say the special Tfilos for rain, for holding the um, Hoshana in our hand, five. Uh, five branches of the willow and we after the prayers we take this and we 
hid it on the ground. Chavotas Arava. How important is this? So you might say to yourself, eh. Well, listen carefully how it's not an eh, how so important it is. Watch. If Rosh Hashanah falls out the first day on a Shabbos, no problem. We don't blow the shofar. If the first day of Sukkot falls out on a problem on a Shabbos, no problem. We don't take the Esrig Lulav. Hoshana Rabbah can never fall out on a Shabbos. Why? Lo Adu Rosh. Rosh Hashanah can never fall. The rabbis stack the deck. Rosh Hashanah can never fall out on a Sunday. If Rosh Hashanah were to fall out on a Sunday, Hoshana Rabbah will fall out on a Shabbos. And so what? We wouldn't take the Arava. Oh no, you must take the Arava each and every year. We don't want to mess around with a rabbinic, okay? Even though, and, and it said in the beautiful Yerushalayim afterwards that this is coming from the Nevi'im. It's a minog from the Nevi'im. But the bottom line is that how important is it? And the answer is very. Okay, good. Moving on. In Eretz Yisrael, listen carefully, towards the end of Hoshana Rabbah, what they do is, if they want to sit in the sukkah on Shemini Atzeres, they take off some of the schach, enough to make it possible, because in Eretz Yisrael, watch this, you're not allowed to sit in the sukkah on Shemini Atzeres, the day following Hoshana Rabbah. Why? It would be a prohibition of Baltosif, adding to the mitzvah. Torah says don't add. Torah says Sukkot is seven days. But outside of Eretz Yisrael, the Gemara in Beitzah, Hey Omer Aleph at the bottom, teaches us, Hizoru, be careful everybody. This is the custom that we have. And therefore, the Gemara says very clearly in <coughs> the Gemara Sukkot, we sit in the sukkah on Hoshana Rabbah, but we don't make the bracha of Leshe Basuka. Okay? And that's very important. Period. I'm only going to say that there are certain historical, sociological reasons, which I can't go into now, whereby. My Zeta didn't, my Alta Zeta didn't. He might have come from a very cold location. He might have been a Chassid and gone to the Rebbe. And there were so many people by the Rebbe for Simchas Torah, there was no room for them. So people forgot the reason why, and we don't sit in the sukkah. So whatever your custom is, I can only tell you that young men coming and women coming back from Eretz Yisrael and learn the Halacha, and they asked Rav Moshe, what do I do? My parents don't sit in the sukkah. What should I do? Rav Moshe says, do what your parents do, but when you have your own home, sit in the sukkah. Okay? I'm just telling you what, you know, is found in Shulchan Aruch. Okay. And we're still good friends, if not best friends. Okay. Moving on. Let's talk about Shmini Atzeres. Unbelievable. Shmini Atzeres is the day whereby... All the mitzvos are gone. We don't have the sukkah. We don't. Well, we do sit in the sukkah because remember, we had two days of the first day, and this is quote the seventh day of 
Sukkis, counting from the second day, when we began the Yom Tov. Okay, but we don't make a bracha. So we don't have the bracha of the uh, sukkah, and we don't have the Dalin Minim. Okay, but what do we have? Nogila, the Nismacha Bach. We have the awareness of the association that each Jew has with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whoa! That is worth celebrating. That's exactly what it is. The beautiful Rashi, whereby on the Pasuk in the end of Parshas, let's take a look, the end of Parshas Pinchas, where the Torah speaks of the Korbanos of the Chag. So, on each of the days of the Chag, what are we told? That on the first day we brought 13 bulls, and on the second day, 12. Okay? Until the last day, 7. Now, the next day, after Sukkot, what should it be? It should be, come on, uh, should be six. Ah, oh, so what does the Torah say? No, it's a separate day, a day literally of retention, keeping going what you had from before, namely the relationship. And at Sarah, some say is to gather in to gather in all the thoughts from the Yom Tov. By the way, Sunday night, which is the night of um, Rosh Hashanah, excuse me, if you're listening, Shemini Atzeres, we do make a Shehechiyonu, showing that it is a Yom Tov Bifnei So whereas I said that in Eretz Yisrael they disqualify the Sukkah if they want to sit, we, Baruch Hashem, keep that Sukkah going. And you can't use any of the decorations, assuming I had some fresh fruit, etc. I can't take any of it till after Simchas Torah. Okay, now, um, let's do the beautiful Rashi together on Atzeres Tielochem. And instead of the number of animals going in the descending order, it's one par, one ayol, one animal period, says Rashi Yisrael, unlike the 70 animals brought during the week of Sukkot for the entire world that we care about them and that they only know how important the Beis HaMikdash was for them, they never would have destroyed the Beis HaMikdash, the delicious Rashi says that this parachot Eilachot Elu Keneged Yisrael Amin Parshas Pinchas chapter Thir, uh, chapter 29, and it's Pasuk 36. Here we go. Says Rashi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Klal Yisrael, His akfuli ma'at od, stay with me just a little bit longer. It's a beloved expression of God talking to the Jewish people. Like children who are leaving their father. And the father says to them, it's so hard to let you go. Stay with me. Stay one more day. Like a king who made a what? A feast for everybody. And when it's all over, he says, come on, now it's time for us to have a 
little come on, uh, suda together. Wow. So this is now it's in Eretz Yisrael. Shmini Hatzera Simchas Torah is one day. I always marvel. I haven't yet had the opportunity to be there on that day. I look forward to it. Please God, very soon. However, they have to blend the two. On the one hand, there's Askoras Neshamos, there's Yiskor, and there is Tfilas Geshem. We start saying Mashevaruach Mora Geshem in our personal Shmona Esrei, starting with Musaf on Shmini Atzeres. And the Chazan wears a kittel for this. This is solemn. And prior to the Musaf, we've had the dancing of the seven hakafos on Simchas Torah. So it's amazing how they have the ability to blend these two uh, motifs together on the same day. Okay, so the specialty of Shmini Atzeres, we have the day of Simchas day of Shemini Atzeres, and finally, we have Simchas Torah, whereby, to a certain extent that I believe, it's a clay yakar that says this, that our, this is especially meaningful for this year, this year is a year of Hakil. Mir Hashem, another seven years, we're going to have the Beis HaMikdash, we'll have it much before, but on the Chola Moed Sukkis, following the Shemitah year, which this year is, they had some commemoration of Hakil, but it's not universally accepted because we don't yet have a king, we don't yet have the base of Migdash, but we pine for it. And the Kleoka says that, wait a minute, our gathering together on Simchas Torah, and that's it. What are we celebrating? One thing. And I can tell you something very beautiful. Sisu v'simchu v'simchas Torah, says the Groh. Sisu, and I don't have time to go into it, you'll take my word for it, it's a gra, on the second parak of Eov, says beautifully, Sisu is the simcha, the joy of accomplishment. Simcha is the joy of anticipation for the future. So Sisu v'simchu v'simchas Torah, what does it mean? Thank you Hashem for allowing us to partake and enjoy the sweetness of Torah this past year. And Simchu, we look forward to the joy of Simcha's Torah, the learning of Torah, this forthcoming year. I cannot say it more clearly. The Yom Tov of Simcha's Torah is to be a spirited one, but not chas v'sholem with the wrong spirit. Our children, our teenagers, our young adults should be taught that the spirit of the day is a spirit of Torah and not chas v'shalom, an opportunity. I can't even say the word, but to get drunk and literally it's nothing less than a desecration of the Yom Tov. It's not enough to know that your children might be going to a particular community for Yom Tov. No. If they have to go to be someplace, you want to know where they're staying. You want to speak with the host and hostess of wherever they're going. You want to make sure that they're going to be chaperoned. You want to make sure that they're going to be at the right place and not, God forbid, at the wrong place. And it's a tova to all that are listening because we want to make sure that this is done correctly and not chas v'sholem incorrectly. I remember everybody gets a hakafa, 
everybody is close in this circle, we're all equidistant to the center of the circle, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. we point, right, to literally, Zeb, Kivinu Lo, that's it, we are focusing and dancing and singing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. I take this opportunity to wish Nachum and his family, and indeed the entire family of JM in the AM, a wonderful Yom Tov. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the Chag. And Amir Tzashem, the spirit of the rest of the Chag, will keep us going for and until the next Chag. Good Shabbos and a good Yom Tov to all.